0: IVM
1: Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I'm Ashtin Doctor, your Habit Coach. And happy Valentine's Day week. Today we're going to be talking about self-love. Alright, now this is an important conversation to have. Whether you're in a relationship, whether you're in love with somebody else or not. If you don't have anybody, if you have anybody, self-love is still a very important aspect of life. So today we're going to be talking about self-love with my therapist, Ashna, and hopefully she's not going to analyze me about self-love this time, right? So, self-love. Ashna, welcome to the Hybrid Coach Podcast.
0: Hello, and this is your favorite topic, isn't it, Ashton?
1: Absolutely, because (laughs) I don't understand it at all. So now we're going to deep dive into understanding what self-love is.
0: Absolutely, and I'm all ready for it. So shoot your questions.
1: What is this self-love, Ashna?
0: Self-love? Self-love is so many things, Ashton. So let's, a simple definition, it's basically how you will encourage care for yourself. That's what self-love is. But you know, Ashton, before I go into telling you what self-love is, please can I tell you what self-love is not?
1: Okay, cut. Done.
0: Yeah, because you know, it's so warped, the whole concept of self-love. So when I ask the generation right now, what is self-love? Expensive dinners, lovely holidays, massages, and... Yeah, just indulging
1: buying myself expensive things.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So much self-love. What have you got for yourself? Just Mm -hmm. materials, things which you will forget in the next one week or even better, in the next two hours, once it's over. All right. So self-love definitely is not just indulgence. Self-love is not being selfish. Okay? Because I think a lot of people mistake that. Like I mean, self-love is okay. A very good way to understand this is when you go, you know, when you go into an airplane and you know the flight attendant says, please make sure whenever there's an emergency, you know, wear your masks before you help anybody else. If I'm following that regulation, is that being selfish? No. If you take care of yourself, okay, if you're empathetic towards yourself, that isn't being selfish. Being in self-love, it doesn't mean that you're going to be harming somebody or your actions are going to have an impact, negative impact on somebody. So I guess
1: that... So it's not necessarily you putting yourself above everyone else at the detriment of other people.
0: Absolutely. Correct.
1: It's not you being selfish that you're taking everything on yourself and the other people are suffering because of it.
0: Absolutely. Okay. That's the second thing. And the third thing would be making excuses. Okay.
1: What does that mean? <laughs>
0: it's basically, people use this whole word of self-love and make a lot of excuses for being accountable and being responsible. Okay. I say excessively pampering yourself, okay, is actually being very neglectful towards yourself. You know, you're harming yourself more than you're really helping yourself. So, don't make excuses. And, you know, Can ra- you give me
1: some examples in this?
0: Yeah, like, you know, for example, you didn't do well in an examination, okay, and you go back home and you're crying and you're like, you know, the world's over me. I think, you know, this is it. And, you know, just give up on it and not take accountability that you didn't study for the paper. You know, you just did not do the, what you were supposed to do. And... Instead of doing that, you say, you know what, I did so badly in the paper, I'm going to go on a holiday or my parents are like, okay, let's take you on a holiday to make you feel better. It's just sabotaging completely. Okay, and that's just maybe studies, but even a lot of things like at work, you've had a bad day at work. That doesn't mean your workplace is bad. Okay, it's just that you go around pampering yourself and say that, you know what, I'm not going to go to work for three days. That's not accountability and that's not love for yourself for sure. That's just pampering and it's being neglectful and it's not really, really sitting down there and understanding that what went wrong. So I think this is something that the generation needs to understand that self-love is not being selfish, It's not about making excuses, all right? And it's definitely important that it's not only pampering, okay? Self-love is actual work, okay? It is seeing yourself as a complete person, like seeing your strengths and your weaknesses, So self-love is not all love and oh my God, so beautiful and oh my God, amazing. No, self-love is seeing yourself as a whole, you know, and somewhere accepting your problems, your weaknesses, your good qualities. Overall, you know, coming together and realizing that this is you. You know, that's what self-love should be.
1: That's so interesting. So, I can understand all the things that it is not. Hmm. Okay, now let us deep dive into what it can be. So one Hmm. aspect of it is seeing yourself completely. The positives, the negatives, completely who you are as a person. Right. How do you get to that stage?
0: Very good. So there are certain habits that you have to develop, Ashton. Hmm.
1: Amazing. You're on the right place for this.
0: I know. So there we are. So first thing, first step. Okay, there are a lot of cells involved in, you know, self-love. What cells? A lot of cells. So parts of you, basically, that Hmm. have to come together. So Hmm. first is being aware okay, being aware, what is going on in the present moment? Like, what am I feeling? What are my thoughts? So before you fall in love with somebody or something or yourself, you need to be aware. Most of the times, I think people just live in a limbo. They're just not aware what's going inside, what's going on, nothing. Okay. And our emotional vocabulary is so, so limited. Like, believe me, like, if I ask you, how are you feeling happy? How are you feeling sad? Okay, great. What about it? Nothing about it. Because you don't know what you're feeling. And you know, there's this beautiful book that I read. It was by Brené Brown. It's called Atlas of the Heart. Okay. And she explains that one feeling, okay, actually can mean so many different things for, you know, for people. Like if I'm hurt, it could mean despair, disappointment, vulnerability, so many things for different people. But because Our language is so restricted that we are not even able to understand what we really are feeling. So language is not giving power to the experience. It's giving actual power to, you know, to yourself, to understand, to give meaning to what you're feeling. So the first step would be self-awareness. And that can happen through a lot of things. You know, asking people for feedback sometimes, people who are close to you that, you know, what, what just happened? Or sometimes even writing about things. And my favorite is new experiences. Just go out there, experience things. Get out of your comfort zone you know, you'll feel so much more aware because suddenly you have to do things, right?
1: So you're identifying aspects of you didn't that you didn't know existed.
0: Exactly, exactly. So being aware, aware of just a very simple thing that what are you feeling? And if you're not cognizant with your thoughts, with your feelings, believe me, you will not know, you know, forget love, you won't know anything. So I think self-awareness is really important.
1: Okay. So learning and becoming aware of yourself The way that your thoughts are yes. The way that aspects of you that you didn't know existed Yes And what the role they're playing currently in your absolutely,
0: life Absolutely, absolutely Right, so I think that that's important mm-hmm. Then comes self-knowledge Do you know yourself? Mm-hmm. Like Ashton, What's I, the difference
1: between the self-awareness and the self-knowledge?
0: Awareness is basically Right now If I ask you Ashton, how are you feeling?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You should be able to pinpoint your feeling okay. Knowledge is who you are What is your story? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, how can I fall in love with you if you don't know you? Hmm. Like you don't know yourself, right? If you don't know who you are, what are the things, where have you come from? What your journey has been, your struggles, you forget everything. And you're just sitting out there with no knowledge of yourself.
1: Interesting. So yeah. knowledge is all of you up till this point.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Correct? Is that yes, a absolutely. correct way of saying it? Absolutely. Awareness is about what's happening right now with you. Yes. Okay. And so
0: basically, awareness is more like, you know, I'm feeling something. Hmm. Okay. And I'm aware of what I'm feeling. On the basis that I choose my response, I decide whether how much how much of a reaction do I want to give this thing or not give it. Right? So that becomes awareness.
1: How much am, am I willing to put inside or not?
0: Yes. exactly. And, and
1: knowledge, how would you go about getting?
0: So knowledge, as I said, so the first thing like I do make a lot of my clients do is that I ask them to write their own story. So from childhood to now, whatever you've gone through, just write. Oh. Yeah. So then they write. Hmm. So some of them even draw. Hmm. They'll draw like, you know, they'll draw about their childhood or sometimes I ask them to get pictures of your childhood and then compare it to the picture now. That is also such a beautiful revelation of what comes to their mind, you know? So we'll do that, okay? You look like. Yeah, yeah like I was you like, like you wow. with me.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm feeling betrayed, like my autobiography. What is that? <laughs>
0: yes. So, you know, yeah. So, so and you can. No have,
1: wonder there's no self love, Ashna. Uh, sure. You're we, betrayed. No, no, don't
0: worry. Don't worry. There are a lot of other things that you've done, okay? <laughs> don't forget that in your story, all right? <laughs> so, yes. So, yeah. But it's
1: so true. Like, this, this afternoon, I got a message from a friend mm. who I met 18 years ago. Wow. And she's like, wow, you know, Ashton, now I, when I think back to what you were like 18 years ago and what all the things that you're doing now, mm. I can't even imagine this journey that you've been on. Absolutely. And I was like, yeah, I can't imagine this journey I've been on. What was I like 18 years ago?
0: Correct. And that's why your story, you know, a story gives you a lot of power. It gives you a lot of strength because you realize that you've come a very long way, you know, like recently I wasn't very well and, you know, I mean, not taking too much out of it, but... I mean, one of my friends told me, why don't you write about it? I made a PowerPoint presentation of it. I said, okay, I'm going to present it one day. You know, the <laughs> idea was not about the presentation. The idea was penning down every emotion that came to me. The pain I went through, the loss I felt. There were a lot of things that was attached to it, you know. So I think sometimes just writing about it. And then, you know, and I'm sitting over here today and 17 days back, I was sitting somewhere else. I was being somewhere else. But this is what progress is. This is what growth is. So this is what just moving on is, you know. So that's knowledge, knowing. Ability to understand it, you you will get over it Or you will be able to accept it eventually
1: I think it's that part You know that If you understand the past And what all you've been able to go through Then the future doesn't look all that daunting
0: Absolutely It's
1: because you forget the past And the future looks scary sometimes
0: Yes And that brings me to forgiveness Okay Okay Hmm. As part of self-love you know, you're able to forgive part of yourself, parts of things that you've done in the past, you know, because you're very harsh. You're very harsh with ourselves. So forgiveness is a part of self-kindness, that's what I call it. Self-kindness where you have to learn to be kind to yourself, Ashton. I think we don't. We are very our self-talk is so harsh sometimes, you know. We sometimes try talking to you, just try listening to what you're telling yourself. Try but saying kindness
1: it. and forgiveness are different things.
0: Yeah, they're pretty different. But I mean, under a subtopic like that. So I'll go to forgiveness first because I started that first. So forgiveness is very important. I think that is very, very important because, you know, there are times where, you know, you know, you've not been right or you've not been correct in some way. And, you know, you hold on to it. You hold on to it for a very, very long period of time. And that causes a lot of pain, a lot of guilt. And that kind of forbids you from moving ahead. So I think practicing forgiveness is also really, really important for yourself. How do you do that? through lots of ways. If you're not able to do it on your own, I think it's a very good idea to meet somebody, a therapist, or somebody practicing, you know, in helping you to get over it maybe. So I think that's a good idea. Or even even things like reflecting. You know what is still holding you back from not forgiving? Like just sitting down and writing about it. Journaling is a fantastic way. You know there are different types of journaling these days. You know review journaling and whatnot. You know, so ask yourself what what is stopping you? And there's how do
1: you find out more about this kind of journaling? Like where can you learn this and actually make it a part of your practice?
0: Okay, the part of, okay, I mean, again, a therapist, but yes, you can uh, You can go online. I think there's, it's a, there's a plethora of information that you'll find. But just simply start with just questioning yourself. You can start with the journaling where you're questioning that what is not working for you, you know? What is stopping you from not moving ahead, all right? What is it that is causing so much pain on a day-to-day basis? I think just questions that come up to you okay and the answers are definitely you have to find those answers because those are your questions right so eventually I think forgiveness is very very important crucial for falling in love with yourself
1: and one important thing that I want to bring to the attention of hmm. the listeners hmm. is that you notice that Ashna didn't ask the why question <laughs> it was what has happened what has happened what has happened instead of a why is it happened
0: absolutely and why not because Be-
1: because when we do why we get into this death yes. spiral of negative thoughts
0: yes absolutely especially
1: if you're journaling it happens all the time you never death spiral into positivity <laughs>
0: never never mm-hmm. and why is Really have no reason why you why were you mean to somebody? because I wanted to be now. Mm. Now obviously when I'm writing, I'm being like no 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 this one did that to me. Storytelling again, you know. So there's no need for that. Just be honest with yourself. And yes, you've done a mistake. Learn to accept it and move ahead. All right. Self kindness. That's th- the fourth one. Actually, the forgiveness just popped in my head. Mm. Self kindness is uh, is really important. Being kind to yourself. You know, like you know, coping skills come with self kindness. So when you are anxious, when you are upset, when you're afraid, what do you do? You know sit and write those things that you do you can meditate you can you know go for a walk you can take a shower so when you are stressed or when you're not okay, you don't have to kind of, you know, you don't have to go helter-skelter. You have a list ready in front of you and tells you that, okay, I can do this. I can cope better with this, you know. So, I think that's also very, very helpful, I think. But
1: and I haven't understood. Self-kindness, what is it that you do?
0: So, kindness is basically taking care of yourself, right? So, basically making sure that, you know. So, you know, like if you, you can't be a friend to yourself, Ashton, okay, you definitely can't be a good friend to anybody. Believe me, that's it's a prerequisite. Good friend to yourself, good friend to somebody else. All right.
1: So you have to be a good friend to yourself before you can be a good friend to others.
0: Absolutely. You have to be nice to yourself. Like, you know, if you're not nice to yourself, believe me, those I'm sure it's very tough for you to be nice to others also. Hmm. So the way you treat yourself, Ashton, the way you are talking to yourself, the way you're treating yourself, you know, if you're able to kind of, you know, just for two minutes here you know, how you are, what is your narrative, you know, what are you saying, you know, you'll realize that that conversation itself is a very good understanding of why you are or you're not in love with yourself. So somebody said, I don't know, remember who said this, but you know, when you're talking to yourself, and if you're talking to yourself, like you are talking to somebody you love, then you are on the path of self love, you know,
1: interesting. Yes. So what would talking to yourself sound like?
0: (laughs) Talking to yourself would sound, it could be positive, it could be neutral, or it could be negative.
1: I remember in college, many of my friends they say, oh, yeah, yeah, I just talk to myself all the time. I just like constantly talking to myself. Like, what is that versus what you're talking about?
0: So talking to yourself all the time, I'm a little worried over there. Hmm. But uh, when I'm talking about talking to yourself is like, you know, when you're sitting by yourself. Okay. What are your thoughts? Okay. What is your response? You know, when you're traveling, when you're by yourself or even when you make a mistake, what is the first thought that comes to your mind? Are you a protector? Are you kind of, you know, taking care of yourself? Or are you like, you know, being a critic? Are you kind of, you know, blaming yourself, sabotaging yourself? So what is the way your mind responds? And what is the narrative? What is the story you tell yourself that in, in that situation, you say it's okay, you know, don't worry, we'll figure it out together. Or you're like, oh my God, what have you done? Life's over, whatever, you know. So that's what your whole narrative or your self-talk should sound like.
1: And where does it move towards? So what should it not sound like? Should is a wrong word, but hmm. what is it that is not self-love? And hmm. what is it that is self-love? Like, is it, oh, you bichara, poor thing, or is it...
0: Yes, so yes, self-love definitely, as I said earlier, it's basically knowing your positives and your negatives. So, even acknowledging that when you've not gone wrong, there is work that has to be done. But... Work has to be done in such a way that you're not sabotaging yourself. You're not like literally, no, there's no barrage of negative talking. There's like, it's a problem, but you're solution focused.
1: Okay. all right. So it's not belittling yourself for a problem, but it is, there is a problem. Hmm. So you're being realistic about it. Yes. And then you're saying, what can I do about it now?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Okay. Yes. So it is not critiquing, for example. It right. is not criticizing. Right. It is not comparing those three yes. C's. It's it, not oh doing God, that. Yes. 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 But it is actually seeing... What can I do about it now onwards?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, Ru. That's exactly what it is.
1: Okay. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Welcome back. All right. Let's jump into the conversation. So that is the aspect of kindness. Hmm, hmm. Now, how can we make all of these things part of our daily life? Like like, Hmm. like we said, Valentine's (laughs) Day, right? It's all about self-love. What are things that people who are listening right now, can, can start doing
0: all right so there are a lot of things that i mean one is as i said journaling is very important okay feedback
1: how how no no so you have to deep dive into what <laughs> how do you journal
0: okay so when i talk about let's talk about self-awareness okay journaling okay so basically you can start by just if you're not very interested in writing long stories about things you can just start by just penning down how your day was okay just being aware of your day All right. If something upsetting has come up, okay. Should
1: you type it? Should you write it?
0: I'm always the person who likes to write because I think a lot of your senses are involved in it and you're more focused and you know, you're getting rid of the screen in some way. So, yes, writing would be beautiful if you're able to do that. Journaling ideally would be writing it down on a piece of paper or a journal, whatever you choose. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I think journaling is great if you can do that. Okay. The other thing that you can do for self-love is, again, I spoke about rituals, having a ritual for yourself. Like you can have a, an entire, like in the day you decide that this is a thing that you start your day with. Okay. It could be intention setting for yourself. Okay. Knowing that self-love is not, you know, as self-love is about having a lot of courage, you know, to grow. Okay. It's like, you know that this is where you are. But that's not where you want to be for the rest of your life, right? You want to grow. So that is what self-love is. And I think that requires a lot of planning, goal setting, okay? If these habits are in place, I guess self-love just happens on its own. Because you are really valuing yourself, all right? You're not spending every day like just existing, right? You're taking the effort, you're taking the time to work on yourself, to do important things for yourself, you know, and like the whole journey of growth is in front of you.
1: The way that I'm seeing this when you're talking it's almost that self-love is I think the word love throws people it's more nurturing.
0: Yes, yes.
1: You know when you think love you're thinking like romance and all those kinds of aspects of it it's not necessarily that because when you do that then it is all I will buy myself I will spoil myself when you think about it as love but when you think about it as you know nurturing it's yes. like the way that you take care of a plant
0: absolutely right
1: are you giving it the right water are you giving the right soil are you taking care of it are you making sure that it's growing in the right way what is it that you have as plans for this plant absolutely I see this from what you're saying Is that yes what you're it say? is
0: it is exactly because what is love okay think about it what is love okay when a child when a mother is with the child what is it what is the mother actually doing what is love? How is she loving the child? She's feeding the child. She's making sure the child is taken care of in terms of protected, well taken care of. So what is all that? That is actually nurture. And that's what you have to do for yourself also. You have to nurture yourself. You have to actually take the right decisions for yourself. Making sure that, you know, for you, you're cultivating a mindset for yourself where you are you, you're protected. Mm. Right? So that's why the coping skills and things like that. So you're taking care of yourself as a whole. And, and love is a feeling alright and it comes and it goes okay it's not constant it's not always going to be there but reminding yourselves and that's why a ritual is very important so every morning you start your day by but just simple statements like I love and accept myself or things like doing things for yourself like maybe it could be a meditation or it could just be you know starting your day with writing a few things that you want to achieve in the day maybe you know and then just going back at night and reflecting on it did it happen and if it did not maybe tomorrow
1: you're so right. I just recently did a podcast on how habits are the highest form of self love. Yes. Because when you say that I'm going to do a habit, what you're mm. doing is you're committing to yourself. Absolutely. You're making a commitment. And yeah. every time you don't do that, it's like mm. you're breaking that commitment. True. Right? It's like you're cheating in a relationship. <laughs> it's almost like that. Absolutely. Right? But when you form a habit and when you stay consistent with it, mm. it is almost like self love because you're doing this obviously to nurture an aspect of you.
0: Absolutely. And
1: then you're staying committed to that aspect Mm -hmm. of you. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing that habit forming as a part of self-love.
0: Fantastic. That's exactly how it is. And as you said, habits. These are habits like self-awareness, self-knowledge, self-care, you know, even... Even confidence in your ability, that is also so important for love, you know, for loving yourself that, you know, when you don't have confidence in your own abilities, I think sometimes love takes a back seat because it's not real for you anymore. So even building on your confidence is important. That's for self-love. a big
1: one for many people, mm-hmm. right? Like a very how do you get to that stage <laughs> of confidence?
0: Yes, it is a very big one, but it is it is essential. It mm-hmm. is very essential because I think for most people, they doubt themselves a lot. Okay. And when there is doubt, there is no love. Okay. In doubt, love can't exist. Mm. All right. So it's important that, you know, if you are not confident, sometimes even taking inspiration from others is important. Look at people who are confident. What do you like about them? What do you see in them? And then, as you said, form habits. It could be like, you know, starting with a small goal, a goal that you know you can achieve. Like, for example, making a cup of tea for yourself. It's a goal, right? I mean, getting up and doing that. Achieve that and see how you feel about that. But tell yourself you're doing it, right? We do so many things and we are like, I can't do that. But you've done so much through the day, but nobody goes back and thinks about what all they've achieved and the only thing of that one thing that they've not achieved. Mm. And that's where the problems begin, you know, so start kind of being aware of all of the things that, you know, you are doing and then slowly and steadily go to the goal. I'm not saying don't achieve that, but be kind, have the confidence you've done these things that will happen too. that comes through knowledge.
1: That, this confidence thing, hmm. how would you help somebody who has a low sense of confidence?
0: See, Ashwin, confidence, low sense of confidence comes from a lot of places. Okay, is it because of the past that somebody you know, kind of the kind of conversations they've had, they've been bullied. So, So confidence in general is a very, very, I would say it depends from client to client. But building confidence requires first an understanding that it is through experiences. Confidence is something that you can't buy in the market, right? You can't be like, I want 500 grams of confidence. It doesn't work like that. Confidence only comes through experiences. It comes through you putting yourself out there, risks, challenges, okay? And a lot of mental support, okay? Coming from places, a support system that you need to create. You know, knowing that, you know, things don't work out. You know, you have people who are there for you. I think, and as a therapist, that is really important. You know, when people come to me and say, I don't have any confidence. And the first thing I ask them that, are you confident that you're breathing? And they're like, yeah, I'm breathing. There is confidence somewhere. What we need to understand is it's somewhere and it's not there somewhere. So it's not that you're not confident. It's just that you're not confident there. And I think that differentiation really helps.
1: What's interesting is that that there part, <laughs> very often people have the best abilities in that there part. Yeah, they do. right. They, do. they are rock stars in that there, but yes. zero in confidence with that.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Right? And then you would like... One is, though, so you want to shake them up, <laughs> right? Like whack them a few times yes. and saying, like, are you like yes. seeing how good you are at this? What's wrong yes. with you?
0: But they don't see it. They just don't see it. Because they've chosen not to. Because as I said, no, it, it's just that they feel that it's a universal, that there is zero confidence. But the point is, it's not zero. It's just that 20 that you want is not falling in place. And you work on that 20 and not on the 80. So that's what you have to kind of narrow it down. Focus on it. There are a lot of things that I do with them. And there's hypnotherapy. There is visualization exercises that you do with them, you know. Also, you know, in their day-to-day life, where all have they felt confident? Past experiences, drawing energy from there. So I think these things really help, you know, people to finally come to a space where they can try at least to be confident. So they start by trying and eventually it becomes a habit To be confident. I think
1: like people look at me now and uh, this is just recently what Mm. people have been saying is that, you know, you're so confident, (laughs) you're so lucky, Lucky. right? You're lucky that you're confident, Mm. you are lucky that you were born confident or whatever Mm. is Mm. in their Mm -hmm. mindset, but Mm. they don't realize or understand that actually confidence is a lot of hard work.
0: A lot of hard
1: work. Right? Confidence, Mm. like you said, comes from stepping out of your comfort zone. Yes. Right. Every time you step out of your comfort zone, you feel that sense of, wow, I can do this. Absolutely. Right. And what that does is that makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, coming back to the nurturing analogy that we're talking about self-love, so it Mm -hmm. it loops back. Mm. There was a very interesting study that was done that talked about polyphenols are basically the plant compounds that help protect the plant. And Mm -hmm. it's the stuff that we use as antioxidants and is good for us, etc. So scientists found that plants that were grown in a greenhouse Mm. had lesser polyphenols Mm. than plants that were out in the Wild and which is why we say oh wild picked mm. yes. versus yes. farmed, and they realize that it's the harsh environment mm. that actually made the polyphenols.
0: Absolutely,
1: it is not the nurtured environment mm. or it is not the over nurtured rather mm-hmm. or the protected environment mm-hmm. that was making this. Absolutely. So learning to step out of that protected environment from time to time, doing things that scare you.
0: Yes. Right,
1: like you're my therapist. You know how many things <laughs> I do every week that scare me. You're probably like. <laughs> Bash your head against the wall for being in the opposite direction.
0: And still be calm about it. Like
1: And see <laughs> names and So exactly that's yes. what it is, right? It is putting yourself out out there. Absolutely. Open to criticism, open to failure, and seeing how you turn out.
0: Absolutely. And that's why, you know, I kept saying pampering is being neglectful. So stop you know, equalizing self love with pampering and molly coddling, molly coddling, and saying that oh my god, you know, I had such a tough day today, and I need to kind of retire for the rest of my life. No, it's not working like that, you know. Mm. So you have to, you have to take accountability. You know, you have to get there, and that's that's actually the true meaning of love. You know, Yet you're, you're seeing yourself through a time because you know you're getting somewhere, mm. right? And you can only do that when you tell us that I'm there for you. Mm. You know, we're gonna do it together. We are a team. You know, so these kind of statements, these kind of, you know, conversations, if you have it yourself once in a while, like I have it all the time. But, you know, you, you will feel that it's a team working together.
1: It's a commitment to yourself.
0: Absolutely. If you could figure it out, you know, it's going to happen, you know. I mean, what will happen if it doesn't happen, you know. So I guess these kind of statements, these kind of conversations, I think somewhere, you know, it just sends a very subtle message to your mind that you are loved, you're taken care of, you're supported, you know. And Ashton, one very thing about self-love is the love that you have received as children, as a child, you know, love begins at home. Okay. So sometimes it's very important for people who can't find the self-love is to go back and check why is it not there. So it could be for a lot of reasons. There could be abuse. There could be comparisons. There could be, you know, a lot of mistrust, mental health issues. Okay. Why you you, you can't feel the self-love. So it's not so easy, but at the same time, it's not impossible.
1: So... Start with the things that we've spoken about in the podcast. Hmm. If you still find it hard, then maybe there is a psychological issue. Yes. There is trauma. There is something that is yes that you need unearthing. Absolutely. And for many, that itself is stepping out of the comfort zone.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. For
1: many, going to a therapist itself is nurturing.
0: Yes. Right. Yes.
1: And I think that is so important. Oh, I need to go to my therapist. Is not mollycoddling. <laughs> if you see it in the right way. Absolutely. Right. Amazing. Hmm. Okay. Any thoughts on self-love as a parting word to our (laughs) listeners? Should they say, I love you, I love you to yourself? Should they look in the (laughs) mirror and say, I love you? What are the things that they should do?
0: I think just one thing. Talk, I'm saying it again. Talk to yourself like you would talk to someone you love. I think keep that in mind, you know. When you're having a tough day, what would you tell your friend? What you've done is pathetic I think you should just go Just like you know Do something drastic maybe. Boil your head huh? Yeah whatever Okay mm. No you would tell friend, It's okay cheer up Yeah, It's a bad day will get over tomorrow mm. Can't you say the same thing to yourself You've had a bad day Get over it Tomorrow will be another day And if it's still bad Then the next day will be better And the day after that Maybe or maybe You're just doomed Like it's okay mm. is, I think this is exactly What you would tell your friend And you'll be there for your friend Right So why is it that we Are the first ones to run away you know, when there is a situation or a problem from our, you know, not helping ourselves, we're like the first ones to we'll say, okay, flight, let's go. You know, let's run away from the situation. So I guess, yes, talking to yourself, like you talk to your friend or t- someone you love is the best thing that you can do to yourself. Remember?
1: I think that's so important. Like we run away from our own problems instead of understanding. Yes.
0: Back's packed, we are leaving, you figure it out on your own. Ah,
1: and, but like, <laughs> as soon as you realize that you're there for yourself, I think that's the first level of self-love.
0: It is. Absolutely.
1: Amazing. Ashna, thank you so much for coming and having this conversation with us. How can people get in touch with you? And don't say that you can get in touch with Ashton and he'll tell you. You can. No, Where is your, what is your Instagram handle? How can they reach out to you?
0: Okay, so my Instagram handle is ashamodi.s or Aisha Wellness. You can reach out on any. And as he said very correctly, he's always said it. So I'm going to say it again. Reach out to Ashton and he'll just put you through. I mean, he's very good at that. He's done a very good job so far.
1: (laughs) Ashton, thank you so much for coming on.
0: Thank you so much for inviting me. It was a lot of fun. And call me again, I'll come.
1: Done. Full of confidence.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IVM podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashtin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website, awesome180.com.